Morning! This is The Economy Guy by Tom Harvey. Welcome to the world of macroeconomics. And this is your window into that world. I don't give any personal financial advice. I just give information and facts as I see them. And occasionally, my opinion. I want this to be educational for yourself so you can learn to think for yourself and make your own great financial decisions. Please enjoy. Welcome. Good morning, economy lovers. It is Sunday, June the 21st. Let's talk about the markets. There's not much to talk about. It's the same thing. The markets are going sideways. So that's for all the different prices. We don't need to talk about the details. There is a price range that all the markets are staying in, and that's where they are. The big force in the market is the Federal Reserve. I'd like to do a little imagination with you. Imagine a teeter-totter. You remember those? I don't think they're safe for children any longer, but imagine a teeter-totter, where one side are buyers and the other side are sellers. It represents the market, any market. And the teeter-totter goes back and forth, buying and selling. Now imagine this great big fat guy sitting on one end. That guy is the Federal Reserve. What happens? Well, the end he's sitting on, that's the buying end, goes down. That means buying. And the other side goes up. But more importantly, that teeter-totter doesn't move. It kind of stays where it is, doesn't it? That's kind of what our markets are doing today. That give you a feeling about the teeter-totter? Let me ask you another question. What happens if the Fed jumped off the teeter-totter? Ooh. Well, I think everybody remembers that game. It's not a nice game. But it would be not good for the markets. That's for sure. Well, you see, the Fed is now buying corporate bonds. It's one of their multi-letter programs. They announced last March. They did it for the first time now. First time ever in the world that they bought corporate bonds. Well, what happened last March when they announced the program was a bunch of speculators went out and bought a bunch of those bonds after they had gone down in value. Well, those speculators are now being paid off because those prices are roaring back. Pretty smart on their part. What's the point of all that? Well, the point is, don't fight the Fed. They're the big gorilla in the room. They really are. You see, I'm changing my mind. I thought that the markets were, in, uh, especially stock markets, were in a bear trap. They went way down. They came back up on the way up that that uh, they would go down again as people buying on the way up would be trapped as when it went down again. That's a bear trap. Well, I'm changing my mind. I don't think so. I think the Fed is so strong it's going to keep the market up. We're not in a bear trap market. And we'll stay there in the up, even though it's wildly overvalued right now wildly crazy overvalue by any measure that you want stocks are overvalued but that doesn't matter don't fight the fed well when will it change well what's happening right now we're coming out of our virus massacred markets we're recovering slowly but recovering but so we're in a recovering phase everything looks wonderful because the numbers are all good we're you know, massive recoveries, huge numbers, fabulous. Everybody's happy. Well, 
we're going to end up at some point, we will be done recovering. We will have come out of the virus thing. Or alternatively, the future might hold, since we're predicting the future here a little bit, the, uh, it might hold that the virus comes back. In either case, either after we're out of coming out, or come out, or the virus is back, then I think the markets will take another reassessment of where this overvaluation, current overvaluation, sits and what the future is. And it's at that point where the markets will change. So we will be steady going sideways until we come out. I think that's what where we are right now. That's my prediction. And uh, that's it for right now. We're going to be giving you a special uh, oddball and European combined report. And I'm going to give, do a special report on the U.S. housing market. What's going on there? It's kind of exciting. Be seeing you. For the oddball news, what's going on of the weird stuff going out? Well, the U.S. has pulled out of talks with the EU, and it can't come to an agreement on tax taking, okay? Tax talks. And uh, what's the problem there? Well, uh, it's an argument between how do you tax people? Do you tax people based on the location of the customer, or do you tax people based on the location of the revenue, where the money's taken in. Fundamental problem. Next one, the U.S. is uh, making no progress at all in trade talks with the U.K. Whoa, well, that's no surprise because the U.K. is in trade talks with the EU and will be until the end of the year when it'll they'll probably fail and That'll be the end of that. Then the U.S. might be able to do some lucky trade talks. But I think you can't do both simultaneously if you're the U.K. Ah, okay, remember the uh, Hertz being bankrupt and they were going to sell shares? Well, guess what? The SEC stepped in and didn't let them do it. I said that was really stupid. I said it was stupid last week. It's, it is stupid. I'm glad to see some authority came in on that one. Well, let's see. Let's see. There. Do you know that so far there are 11 airlines that have gone bankrupt in the world? And there's more to come. My prediction in the United States is that American Airlines will go bankrupt. That doesn't mean it'll disappear. It'll just be restructured and come back. And somebody new will be making money with American Airlines. It's too important. American Airlines is the biggest one in the United States as a local carrier. Ah, let's see here. We have 21%. Uh, 21% of new home buyers are using their free money. You know, remember that 1200 bucks that everybody got, taxpayers in the United States? Well, almost everybody. They 21% of home buyers are using that as part of their money to buy a home. Well, that's kind of interesting. Oh, we have that uh, new claim. You know, the unemployment claims came in at one and a half million. But there's something more important really now. It's rather than looking at the new claims, I think we should be looking at continuing claims. How many people are continuing? Because people stop claims. They come off of the claims. So people come off, people come on. Well, the continuing claims is 18 million people, and that is steady. So what that says is that we had one and a half new million new people come on, but we had one and a half million old uh, people that were previously making claims coming off. So it's a steady state situation, but 18 million continuing to be on unemployment 
is huge. That number has to come way down before we are uh, coming back to normal, whatever normal means. Okay, let's see. Uh, the European Central Bank is uh, thinking about making a, a bad bank. We've talked about that in the past. And uh, and guess what? They're, gonna, they're making huge loans to the banks before they do that. Huge loan to all the big banks in Europe. And here's the deal. If you borrow money from the European Central Bank, they will pay you 1% interest on that a year. In other words, the interest rate on that those loans is minus 1%. They're paying the person borrowing interest. Gee, that is insane. Nuts, crazy, weird. Wow. How does the world turn when things like that are going on? I don't understand. Ah. Well, quickly here, the uh, Scotiabank was one of the major bullion banks in the world, uh, with gold bullion. Now, and uh, they were—they're closed. They're not doing business anymore. And J.P. Morgan was kind of in second place, and they're stepping away from being a bullion bank. They're slowly moving out of that market. Who's taking up the slack? Well, funny—it's going offshore. There's a, a Turkish company, Pamp. P-A-M-P is what their uh, little coins are called, PAMPs. And, and that is the most recognized gold in uh, India today. Yeah. And there's something called the Saigon Jewelry Company, or commonly known as the SJCs. And that is used for trading along the Chinese-Vietnam border. If those of you who have been there, my wife and I have been to a town called Guilin, which is on the Chinese side of that border. Beautiful area. Well, it looks like people are trading in gold, not in. Special report on the U.S. housing market. Woo, this is fun. Did you know that in the first week of June, the demand of people wanting to buy houses was up 25% over the same time in 2019? That's a huge distortion in the market. Massive that the virus has caused. Wow. Fabulous. Hot market. Hot. H-O-T. Hot, hot, hot. To add to that, the average 30-year mortgage rate is currently 3.13%. That's the lowest since the 1970s. That uh, should get your attention if you need to refinance. Uh, the virus has really changed things. Uh, people have been staying in their house, right, as the lockdown was there. And they're now kind of viewing, in my opinion, the house is a safe place. It's their bolt hole, right? It's not a burden and a risk as it was viewed in the past. A kind of difference, a changing attitude toward housing. Discretionary funds were, are currently being spent on housing, and, and what, certainly during the whole time of the virus, rather than going out to a restaurant and going to events and taking vacations and all that, people were spending money on their house, making it a better, safer place. The average age of a first-time buyer is uh, 33 years old. But in the past, pre-virus, that number was increasing, increasing. It was trending upward. Well, guess what? It has now reversed itself. It's trending downward. This is the... Um, in the past... Millennials were considered a problem. They weren't buying houses. Well, they are now 
buying houses. Big change in the virus. Did you know that the U.S. national inventory for housing is less than three months? In other words, if no new houses came up for sale, in less than three months, all the houses for sale would be sold. Woo! That's just amazing. Recent events have uh, influenced things, too. Did you know in Minneapolis had a major increase in the number of their listings uh, since the riots? I guess you could predict that. Maybe. But it's it happened. That's real. So, you know, making predictions is hard, especially about the future. Are we seeing the great acceleration going on? Let's call it, give it a name, the great acceleration. <sighs> we are, are we seeing fast changes in to our society? Those changes caused by technology or like things like grocery delivery or food delivery or is our society changing because of that virus? And was it accelerated due to the virus? You see, the housing market might be part of the solution to our U.S. economic problems. Rather than in the 2008 and 2009 financial meltdown, it was the problem. It was caused by the housing. Well, we might, housing could be in the opposite position right now. Very interesting, in my opinion. That's it for today, folks. And I wish you a great Father's Day and a wonderful weekend. I look forward to talking to you next weekend. So long now. Thanks for joining me. And be sure to hit the subscribe button to get future podcasts. This is Tom Harvey. I'm an investor myself, not a financial advisor. So understand that nothing in this podcast should be construed as advice or a solicitation to trade in any market, and that I disclaim any responsibility from any negative effects of decisions made by people.